Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's February, and things are weird in and around Austin, Texas. Don't say that this place has become too sterile and new and too many Californians are moving in, because every once in a while, Austin can give you some weird, and we're getting some weird weather these last couple days. We hope you are safe and sound, and we'll be getting into all of that. It is Chad and Zay on this Wednesday. There's a lot of sports stuff to get into today to take your mind off of this mess. I'm Chad Hastings, joined once again by Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? Chad, what's popping, man? I can tell you no branch has hit my car, Woo! and I have not fallen and busted my ass. That's great news. Mike Craig way. Yeah, we had one guy who got the limb on the car. We've had a guy that did fall multiple times. <laughs> Woo, we'll get you those reports. But so far, Zay has not experienced that. That is good news. Uh, great to see Isaiah Collier. And thanks to Zay for being a part of that ice crew that stayed last night. Zay, myself, and Ty were here last night. And all the way up until oh, 5.30 or so, it felt like power, heat, water, everything was going to hold real good. Just flickered a little bit then, but right about 7.15 this morning, the old power decided to go. The generator fired up and went, but then something didn't connect after that. And it has been getting progressively chillier throughout the day. So I don't know if Twitch, YouTube, are like, are we on today? No, we ain't on. No, that's not going today. No, we ain't on. We ain't got no power. Because we don't have the power for that. Okay, because I was going to say, if you were watching on YouTube today, you'd just get to watch me get dressed. Just add layers. (laughs) I just added another layer as we get ready to start this hour. So it's this kind of day today. But hopefully we take your mind off of it. We certainly uh, do this to take care of, uh, of our partners, our sponsors, and all those good folks that help us bring you the horn throughout the season, throughout the year, the regular normal year. But also we want to keep you updated on things and overall... Um, when I look at the, uh, when I'm looking at the hourly weather stuff, it feels like right now we're in kind of the last part of the, I guess icy stuff is the way I would describe it. If the West Lake area is an indication, I like what I'm seeing because even early this morning there was water running on you know parking lots and things like that. Uh, and then it really, it really looks like what you're going to be dealing with this afternoon and this evening. If you do have to get out there, it's going to be right at freezing or just above. Roads could be slushy. You could get a little bit of ice, but it's not going to be solid frozen. So just take it slow. If you need to, you should be all right. Obviously, if you don't need to get out, don't get out. But by the time we get to the end of the show today, we're going to hit my new favorite number, Zay, 34. 
I'm 34, all huh? about 34 today. So I'm thinking I'm channeling like, you know, Ricky Williams, Herschel there Walker. Aaron Hogan was on earlier and reminded me that both Nolan Ryan and Hakeem Olajuwon wore 34. That's right. So whoever your thir- favorite 34s are, that's what we are focused on for the end of the show today because I would like to be able to to possibly get home. Uh, all I'm getting now from my wife are pictures of limbs going down at the house. Oh, man. And one of them almost hit the house. Oh, no. So I'm going to get to deal with that uh, at some point, and I'm hoping that's today. But uh, all that going on, we hope you have power. We hope you are warm and safe, and we have a lot of uh, a lot of football stuff to get into. Zay, we had, and we'll still be, I guess, talking about this Big 12 schedule that came out kind of middle of the show yesterday. We've had a chance to process a little more of that. But then, man, these NFL stories hit hard and heavy overnight. I thought we were just going to be talking about two coaching stories, but then we got something added today. Uh, I guess we should start with the biggest of all the stories. I guess we give Tom his love and say the retirement's a bigger story than Are the you other sure? two. Are you sure it's for sure? Well, I mean, no, because, you know. I, mean, I don't even know how to feel about it. Like, he hoaxed us last year and came back and had one of the worst seasons of his career and then tried to blame his wife for it. Well, he didn't, but everybody did. Yeah. So A bad season of football, even though he set records for attempts and – was it attempts and catches? Wow. I think that's what it was. But if you watch the Bucks, you know what that really is. Yeah, 66 really, against the Cowboys in that yeah. wild card game. Yeah. That's, Yikes. That's not something I would hang my hat on historically because you can't throw that many footballs. And I think he's realized that now. Um, but, yeah, we'll give him – tell you what, Zay. Let's give him 40 days. Okay. Because last time he needed 40 days to think it over. And even with all the Giselle stuff going on, he chose to stay. But apparently he's contacted now teams that might have been in, been interested one way or the other. Either he might have been interested or they might have been interested in him. And Tom has said, because remember at the end of the season, he's officially a free agent. So he could talk to anybody he wants. He's letting them all know I'm good. And it was this morning at like 7, I think, our time. So yeah. like eight o'clock on the East Coast in the morning, he's on a beach somewhere. Yeah, that little depressing beach video. Yeah, like a cloudy day, black. I'm mm. well, not black and white, but a cloudy beach video. And he says he's done. He choked up a little bit. Thank the teammates. Thanks. Uh, thank the fans. Tom may be done. Yo, Brock Purdy. Thank you for the season that you had. We appreciate that because all those quarterback questions that they have to answer in San Fran. Who knows what's going to happen with Trey Lance. We know Brock Purdy's out for six months with that UCL injury, so who knows what's going to happen when he comes back. But we know Tom Brady wanted to go back home. He wanted to go back to where he fell in love with the game. He became a San Francisco 49er fan watching Joe Montana and Steve Young, and we thought, hey, once he leaves Tampa Bay, he would go back there and see if he can make a run at that historic franchise. Well, with the way their season went and with how good Brock Purdy was, maybe Tom said, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna mess with that. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is time. And how bad he was this past season. Maybe he knew. Maybe he knew, like, okay, 
I might have lost two or three steps where I can't play at the caliber that I'm used to playing at. You watched him all year long. Yeah. There are throws that he's been used to making his whole career. We just didn't see this season, you know, and they did have a lot of injuries with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans was in and out the lineup and their run game was just atrocious. But, yeah, at the end of the day, 45 going on 46, like the clock was ticking more and more. And, yeah, Tom, he saw the writing on the wall. So good for him. And with that Fox contract that he has – yeah, he ain't he ain't tripping. He ain't tripping one bit. And if they want, they could bring him on the Super Bowl because they've got the Super Bowl this year. Ooh. Get a little starter, you know, a little, little, little crank start to, to his Fox career. But, uh, yeah, when I was growing up, I mean, when quarterbacks got to like 32-33, that was sort of the limit. And at one point there was like a stat where only just a couple guys had even gotten to the Super Bowl after they turned 34. Tom is one of the guys that really changed that whole deal. But now you bring up a great point. At 45, what you've seen this year, it's not the Peyton Manning stuff where there was a medical reason why the arm wouldn't fire. Like for a while, you just kind of watched, and Peyton was just having to get through the end of it with a defense, and it got him that second title. But with Tom, there were times where he could still show you. He could he could get a zip on it, man. He could hit that 15-yard out if he needed to. But there were just also times when just the ball would come out a little ugly. Ball would come out a little weird. And because maybe even though it's him, there was a 45-year-old man throwing that football. So I do, you know, admittedly, I do have a different perspective on this thing today um, because I heard it was the anniversary and he, he it was February 1st last year when he Aww. retired. Because it was February 1st, I threw on a Buck shirt today and then 20 minutes later this morning, Ty tells me that he retires. So I have a different perspective on this because when you watch Tom Brady throw passes for a team you actually care about, it will change your mind on Tom Brady. It just will. Uh, but for the rest of all you NFL fans, Zay, I think it's kind of a sort of a day of happiness for a lot of NFL fans. A lot of Brady haters out there. And a lot of fan bases don't want him in the league anymore. I don't think Patriots fans want him anywhere else. So I think there's a lot of happiness today for him being done. Yeah, absolutely. I'm one of those guys. I think I'll be able to appreciate Tom Brady and what he's done in NFL history a few years out. But my whole life, like I've only been alive 30-something years, all Tom Brady, majority of that life, of me really paying attention to football. The first Super Bowl that I really paid attention to, Chad, was that Broncos-Falcons where Jamal Anderson was doing the Dirty Bird. I was doing the Dirty Bird as a kid. Nice. Yeah, that's my dad. Still a go-to dance when I hit the club. But I... All I've known is Brady, Brady and Peyton Manning, those era, that saga, Brady versus Ben Roethlisberger those couple times, and then, you know, him always getting to the Super Bowl, and thank goodness for Eli Manning, because <laughs> who knows how many more he would have if those Giants teams didn't dethrone Bill Belichick and the Patriots, so. And Nick yeah, Foles, I, don't forget Nick Foles. Nick Foles, don't right? forget Nick, Nick. Foles. you're yep. right. That's right, Westlake, Chaparral, Nick Foles, yep, yep. yeah, absolutely, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to take me a little bit to really appreciate what Tom Brady's doing, which I know a lot of people feel that way about LeBron. And, you know, just these guys that have been taking over their respective sports for so long and just dominating for so long. I mean, seven Super Bowl championships, that's absolutely ridiculous. And I do like to give a lot of credit to Belichick. And I do make sure you let people know, don't forget about Teddy Bruschi and Ty Law and Willie McGinnis. Those guys were some dogs. And I know they got their names in Canton, too, a few of those guys. So it wasn't just Tom, but, yeah, the most important position in all of sports 
sports, he was the master at it, and yeah, he will be missed. Just maybe not now, but he will be. Yeah, I think your time frame is interesting there because you you're you know younger than me, and you have that means you had three Super Bowls before Brady. That's it, just three. Basically, I mean, because Jamal, Jamal Anderson's thirty three, you would have had thirty three, thirty four, thirty five, and then he wins thirty six, and then and everything after that. Like I was a huge Dion fan with the Cowboys, but I don't remember Dion winning that third ring with okay. them during the nineties. So you weren't focused. Right. I wasn't focused on that. that. I remember yeah. Dion, and I was very depressed when Dion went to Washington. I'm like, what are we doing? Ooh, that was ugly. Yeah, that yeah, was a brutal yeah. time. That was bad. Uh, but so, yeah, it is a weird time for my NFL life. It is interesting. So yeah, for somebody in your age group, if uh, that's another reason I think why somebody in that age group and that time period would really make the argument for him being the GOAT, because not only does he have the numbers, it is the one dominant thing that you've seen during your life. So now that may be very well coming to an end. The Aaron Rodgers question is kind of next up. Are these guys on their way out? You know, we've seen both Manning brothers come and go, and now you got these two guys, uh, a couple of the best we've ever seen. Yeah, Big Ben officially hanging it up last year. Right, Ben's go. Yeah, there you go. Philip Rivers a couple of years ago. A multiple winner for Ben in the terms of Super Bowls, and now you have Tom Brady saying goodbye. So if you have thoughts on it, I know you're all very emotional, I'm sure, on the Specs text line today. 337 <laughs> Three seven seven six. Somebody texted in. I'll see Nate's getting on it. Cowboys made him retire. There you go. There it is. Micah Parsons in that defense laying it on Tom. That's what ultimately made him retire. That was his last game, if it holds. Uh, so that's out there in the NFL. And then you have two new coaches in the league. Um, Zay, unfortunately for those Cowboys, those delusional Cowboys fans that hadn't listened to us. They might have still been holding out hope that Sean Payton could be the guy. I told him it wasn't going to happen. You told him it wasn't going to happen. It's not going to happen. He's going to be a Denver Bronco instead. They uh, are reportedly going to pay him between $17 and $20 million, and here's the price tag. First round pick this year, second round pick next year, and there's a third round pick that actually goes the other way. Uh, Sean Payton and Denver actually gets that pick as well. So it's really not that crazy a price tag. To me, Zay, first round and a second round, we've seen worse. No, and we'll never know how it'll look till five years later what those draft picks will turn into. Those guys could be maybe future Hall of Fame guys, and Sean Payne could be a complete bust with Russell Wilson in the season that he had 2022, and we could look the other way. But, yeah, I think the Denver Broncos got their guy again Cowboy fans, y'all had no chance. As long as Jerry Jones is going to be the owner of that team, Sean Payton being there through the Bill Parcells era, he knows what went down behind the scenes and what went down in the front office, and he wants no part of that. So he's going to go out to Colorado and see what he could do with a guy that's going to go to the Hall of Fame himself in Russell Wilson. And even though you know they were the lowest-scoring defense in the league in 2022, Russell Wilson only had... 16 touchdowns. That's nuts. Mm. 16 touchdowns. 17 game season. That's insane. I think he missed a couple, but still, you know, and then he was sacked 55 times. Oh, God. So, yeah, maybe, you know, repairing that offensive line so he could help Russ stay on his feet so he could make some plays down the field. That would help a little bit. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you you would always hear during his tenure in Seattle who was Russell Wilson compared to? And it was always Drew Brees. And 
Drew Brees and Sean Payton, those years that they had were magical. Like Drew Brees throwing for over 5,000 yards multiple times, 4,000 yards a ton of times, leading the league in touchdowns, breaking uh, passing yard records and stuff. That was all under Sean Payton's helm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I we know the Saints got screwed a few times in the playoffs. We know that, you know, they should have won a few of those uh, uh, rings because they had a lot of good teams. I think that lone one just kind of sits out out there kind of reminds me of the 08 Celtics and how prideful they are that team and like what else did they do oh they didn't win another one with all that talent that's, good, that's an interesting comparison interesting uh, the Saints have some weird that non-call with the Rams yeah that's what I'm saying and the miracle at the end the yeah. Minnesota play yeah but so, yeah I get what you're saying yeah so you know uh the bounty thing that's came and gone we don't talk about that anymore. Mm -hmm. He paid his dues with that. Sean Payton looked great on Fox. I liked him with Howie and Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan and stuff, but he's one of those guys. He's still young enough to coach. He still has that competitive fire in him. And this defense, even though they gave up that 51 that got Nathaniel Hackett fired completely, they're still a pretty tough defense with an all-pro really solid cornerback and Patrick Satan the second. I think this is a good get, and I think that when you go against Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes twice a year, you need a high-caliber coach like a Sean Payton. Still got Bradley Chubb up front, right? No, they traded him to Jacksonville. Oh, that's right. Chubb's yeah. not there anymore. Okay. Yeah. Right. But still a good That's team. why they had room to send all that's, this stuff to the Saints. And... I got you. Okay. Yeah, and the Saints get back into this next draft uh, in a way they weren't going to be able to do. So, Sean Payton headed to Denver, and then you've got the D'Amico Ryan story. It did, It does happen. He ends up in Houston, kind of a worst-kept secret deal um, as they, they go through it. And according to reports we've heard today, shout-out to Aaron Hogan uh, from the morning show today. He had John Harris on, who's the uh, Texan sideline guy. You've heard John on the station a lot. But apparently the stories out of Houston today are that uh, D'Amico Ryans chose Houston over Denver. He could have had the Denver job. And they went to Sean Payton once D'Amico Ryans picked Houston. So if you're a Texans fan, I guess you feel good about that situation. And it feels like a perfect fit to a lot of people, former player of theirs, former captain of theirs. And I don't know, as a third-party observer, I don't root for the Texans. I'm a Cowboys guy. But it does feel like now it's a little more substantive with that team. feels like they're headed in the right direction. What would you make of the D'Amico? I think it's a great hire. What he's done, San Fran, these last few years have been amazing. They're one of the best defenses in the league, and him going back home, I think that was a huge reason why he went to the Texans. The fact that he played there, he had skins on the wall there, he was an all-pro linebacker, rookie of the defensive rookie of the year, his time there. So you heard him say in this press conference when he got there, I'm home. You know, I and made it seem like, hey, it's an easy decision. I think he knows he's going to have a really talented quarterback that he's going to be able to draft in this year's uh, draft. And, yeah, I think this is a good pick. I mean, in the first season with the 49ers, they allowed the third fewest yards per game. And then this last season, they allowed the fewest points per game. 
yards per game and 300, so second most takeaways, and you need that. This is the NFL. It's so hard to stop these guys. And, yeah, they had a lot of talent in San Fran, but D'Amico Ryans, there's something special about him. You could tell they really play hard for him, and they definitely will play hard for him in Houston. I think having a black American coach there, even though we know they've had a couple of others with Uncle Ben, Lovey Smith, and Papa Bear Coley, uh, but I think just him being 38 and, you know, with the diverse city that Houston is, I think it's an overall great hire. So a lot of NFL stuff to get to today. Those two coaching stories. Tom Brady retiring today. Give us your thoughts. Specs text line is 337-3776. Somebody texted, this opens the door for Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. And we'll keep our eyes peeled for that. Uh, uh, interesting. The Aaron Rodgers thing it becomes the next big question quarterback-wise. We'll continue to talk about that. Plus, it is technically National Signing Day, too. If you're wondering what Sark had to say earlier, we got bad news for you. He didn't say anything because they canceled that press conference. Uh, also, the Big 12 schedule is out. Now what? Starting to hear some good news uh, in terms of Texas, Oklahoma, the SEC, and maybe an announcement coming. Stay with us. We'll clarify all that. Plus, at 105, it's our weekly conversation with Justin Wells of Inside Texas and On3.com. At 205, it's Chip Brown from Horns247.com. Both those guys obviously talking Longhorn stuff on National Signing Day. We'll get their reaction to some NFL stories also. Busy day on a Wednesday. Most importantly, we hope you are safe and sound. Go to hornfm.com for all the latest on the closures, uh, traffic situations, and all of that. Stay safe out there. If you have anything to let us know about the travels that you may have had today, uh, you can let us know how it was for you. Otherwise, just stay in, stay safe, stay warm, and keep it right here on the Getting started on a Wednesday. Hmm. Zay might have found a found a spot I'm not familiar with here. Do yeah, have, this is. Do I know this name? Sixties. Going back to the sixties. Uh. Uh oh. Oh. An abrupt sixty stop. That might be our power. Some. That might have been it. That might have been it. That might have been the deal. Wi-Fi connection. We might have gone. Uh, <laughs> it might be coming in dry we might, for the rest of the show. All right. We're going stream only and no power. Is that what you're telling me? I think might so. Might have just lost that Wi-Fi. Okay. I will make sure not to refresh anything on this computer either. All right. Um, Was that like a, I don't know, Brenda Lee or somebody? Petulia Clark. Oh, good grief. Petulia. Petula Clark. Petulia Clark, yeah. Yeah, Petulia Clark. All right. All right, Petulia. Petulia, yeah, Petulia Clark. Okay. Uh, There you go. Uh, Chad and Zay on this Wednesday. And remember, it's a good lesson uh, just in case something that – see, back in the old days when I was first starting out in this business, it was either you're on air or you're not, right? That was it. So you're the on-air signal, and then if if it's done, it's done. And there used to be a moment where – 
the producer would say it or one of the hosts would say, well, that's it, we're done. And you could you have to wait till it comes back. But now with all the technology and all the digital stuff, remember the apps are still there for you. So we are glad if you're listening on the apps. Uh, we hope your phones are all charged up. Please do not use us up. If you've got no power um, or you're at the end of a battery charge, uh, we don't necessarily want you to use it up on us. But if you are checking us out today, we do appreciate that. Hornfm.com if you're streaming. uh, And also you've got the Horn app as well. Uh, Our brothers and sisters over at Coke FM uh, had some of their signals down today. And they were, of course, on the app the whole time as well. So shout out to Eric Rains and Bob Cole over on Coke uh, this morning getting things done. Uh, Shout out to our crew, Zay and Ty, uh, who spent the night here um, in the building. Uh, thanks to Cameron Parker, who came in today. Thanks to Craig and Jeff, who um, were able to get on the show today, even though Craig was in West Virginia with this weird injury of his, getting ready for basketball. Jeff Howe um, was trying to get the Sark press conference covered. And then all of a sudden they canceled the Sark press conference and he was unable to get here. So, But we had him on the show earlier. Uh, so shout out to all those guys. Shout out to Aaron Hogan uh, for getting the morning show done today. Uh, he had equipment with him and was able to go from his house. That's another part of this day and age where we were able to, to use that technology uh, for for good, uh, you know, for for good, and to get to get the shows on uh, from time to time. So, thanks to all those guys for helping out. It is Chad and Zay on this Wednesday, and Zay, we were just talking about it during the break. I hate, I hate any time where the weather stuff, or certainly when COVID did, when COVID started messing with high school sports. I hated that for the kids, college kids as well. But today is supposed to be that day where you go to the school, media shows up. Lay some hats out, put the shirt on, then zip up something underneath, you know, over it, so you can unzip and say, "I'm going to Florida," or "I'm going to Colorado," I'm to be with Prime or whatever. And the schools are closed today, so they don't really get to do it. Some of these schools, I think, are pushing it out. Uh, so I feel bad for for that. But happy National Signing Day uh, to those kids that know where they're going and they are going to be getting you know full rides somewhere. This changes their lives, Zay. It changes their families' lives, and uh, it's a big, big day. Even if it's frozen in a little bit, we want to give them their love today on National Signing Day. Yeah, it's what every athlete works hard for. I mean, all those. Just tough workouts and waking up early at 6 a.m. and 100-degree weather, et cetera, et cetera. This is where it all pays off. And like you said, it's huge for family. It's huge for your coaches. And it's huge for that community. You represent all of that. And it's cool for those guys. You say it all the time, which I love. You lose control right when you get on campus. Mm -hmm. So you have a little bit of control left to – Decide which hat you do. And, yeah, I like it. Make it dramatic. I mean, I know it's cold as hell. Might not be getting the many hot tubs. I joked about it yesterday. They might be doing it in cool tubs and ice baths uh, this time around. But, yeah, we know that signing day isn't what it used to be because it's so year-round nowadays. But, yeah, it's it's a fun day. And hopefully those guys who are signing today get to have one of those moments later on. Yeah, if you can find a hot tub, get yourself to it today. Yeah. Today's a good hot tub day. Uh, yeah, it is. 
is so much fun to watch, and hopefully we'll get to see that. I saw, uh, if you go check out Flex ATX, at Flex ATX on your socials, flxatx.com. Uh, we've been asking you throughout the week, if you're a coach or basketball player, to go let us know when your games are getting rescheduled. But also let us know when your signing day stuff is now getting rescheduled. Maynard High School, I saw, threw something up. They were going to have five kids sitting at a table today and celebrating where they're going. They'll get to do it, hopefully at some point. It just will not be uh, today. So shout out to all those kids uh, and check out Flex ATX on your socials for more on that. Also for more on National Signing Day, uh, check out the Wednesday Night Flex show tonight with Zach Lucero and Cameron Parker. Uh, I think we're going to have Zach on at 1.30 to get you a little preview of that. they got some interviews set up and they'll be letting you know what's going on there. Uh, Wednesday Night Flex rolls all the way up to uh, high school football season, all the way up into August. So that is coming up. National Signing Day today. Uh, also, uh, we're going to get into the Big 12 football schedule. We got into some of it in the second half of the show yesterday. But, Zay, I also want to get your thoughts on the Battle of Kansas last night. The Jayhawks, at least for a night, did the Longhorns a favor because by beating Kansas State, Texas is all alone in first place right now. So I know you're appreciative of that. But um, you and I both got a chance to see a little bit of this game. What did you think of Kansas last night? Pretty, uh, I don't know if dominating is the word, but a pretty solid win for the Jayhawks last night. Yeah, that was a huge win. The first go around with Kansas and Kansas State in Manhattan, that game went into overtime, and Jerome Tang's team came out victorious. So we knew Bill Self's squad was going to come out hungry and come out fighting, scrapping, and that's exactly what it was. Their whole key to their team, Jalen Wilson, he's first team all Big 12. We know Grady Dick, he'll be first team all freshman, and he might be a lottery pick. So hopefully everybody in Lawrence that's a Kansas fan, y'all better love what he's doing this season because he'll be gone next year. I mean, if you're 6'8 and can shoot the way he does and move the way he does, the NBA is going to eat that up, especially if he's not even uh, able to drink yet. But Dewan Harris Jr., their point guard, he's the key to their team. And those three games that they lost, that three-game losing streak, he was awful. Came on these airwaves and told y'all that. Yeah, you did. Had like a three-point three game and a zero-point game and a two-point game. That can't happen. It's, so that, that can't happen to your stud That can't guard. happen. Yeah, we know Bill <laughs> Self. All the teams that he wins with, that he's won national championships with, they've had big-time legendary point guards in Kansas history. Mario Chambers with that huge shot he hit in San Antonio against Derrick Rose and John Calipari's Memphis team in the national championship game and then last year they had Remy Martin that hit I feel like every big shot in the final four when they needed it so mm-hmm. the point guard which it's the point guard obviously you have a lot of responsibility but Bill Self gives his point guards a ton of responsibility and they have the ball in their hands a lot Dewan Harris Jr. he stepped up last night had a huge 18 points 7 to 12 shooting you know he was good on D against Marquise Noel and you know those two teams that Texas has to play this weekend they're really good you know I think in the net rankings and in Ken Palm Kansas State is pretty far down it's it's interesting they're around 25 and you know 21 Ken Palm in net rankings while Texas and Kansas you know Texas is around 9 in the net rankings and 10 in Ken Palm and Kansas is around that too, eight and nine. So there's something that the committee net rankings on Ken Palm are seeing with Kansas State that I don't see quite yet. Maybe it's Mm. too much of 
Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson and not enough of the rest of those guys. They got Sills coming off the bench. I think he might be uh, him and Serge Abari Rice are battling for sixth man of the year in the Big 12. And then Naquan Tomlin, he's a solid player too. So we'll see how it goes for the rest of the season. But keep that in mind once March comes around. Those teams that are around there, those are the types of teams that lose in the first round. And everybody's like, what the hell? Y'all ruined my bracket. Well, <laughs> that rankings, they'll let you know that Kansas State might not be as good as advertised. So the Jayhawks, they're getting back to that scary team that they were at the beginning of the year. They have the most quad one wins out of anybody in the nation. They got, let's see, they got nine a, quad one okay. wins. I was going to guess ten. It's almost Yeah, there, it's almost ten. Dang. They played the most out okay. of all those teams that you see. They've played 13. Texas has played 11. Texas has seven quad one wins. They've lost all their losses have been against quad one teams, which is great when you're going uh, with the media and the committee uh, when March comes around. So Texas in at the number one spot in the Big 12. That's nice and all, but again, we know what's at stake these next two games at Kansas. If the Horns could win these two games, which they could, they could easily lose them, but they could definitely win them. If they win those two games, you're looking at a team that could maybe finesse their way to a number one seed, depending on how these other teams do, Houston, Tennessee, Purdue, Alabama, you know, toward the end of the stretch and how the Horns do when they go to Kansas City for the Big 12 uh, tournament. But, yeah, if you can win these two games against high-quality teams, quad one teams up in Kansas with the Jayhawks and the Wildcats, Getting that number one seeding, whatever division it is, Midwest, South, uh, East, West, you'll take whatever you could get. Number one seeding, that'll be huge with all that you had happen with Coach Beard and Coach Terry taking over. Yeah, the Horns and that number one seed. I'd love that. All right, Zay, before we hit something else, as a Texas basketball fan, if I guarantee you the split coming up Saturday, Monday, which one do you want? I'll give, I guarantee you one of the wins, but you can only have one of the two. Which one do you want? I'll say Kansas State. Okay. I'll say take the Kansas State win. We know Allen Fieldhouse. It's rowdy. It was nuts last night. Um, and then you have Kansas coming to the mood sometime, I think, the last game of the season, the beginning of the March. So you got to avenge Kansas State giving you 116 uh, a few weeks ago. That was terrible. I know you put up 100 points, but that's not Texas defense. And I know they're going to want to avenge that uh, going up there this weekend. I think they can. And, yeah, I'm expecting a good performance for the Horns on the road. By the way, is there anything weirder and cooler in terms of a tradition in sports than that rock chalk chant at the end? It's so dope. It's so spooky. I've gotten to witness it live one time. There are no rules to it. I don't officially know how it works. I don't know if they know how it works. But when you get a game like that where it's certain at the end and you start hearing that thing rain down like you know monks chanting in a church, it's unbelievable. Uh, Congrats to Kansas. They looked good last night. Now we'll see how the Longhorns look against both of those teams. Uh, So maybe you got a chance on ESPN Plus to to scout it out. Uh, Also, real quick before this break, I think good news if you're a Longhorn fan and you just want to move on to the SEC and not have to mess with too much Big 12. Not only do we have this new Big 12 schedule out for 2023 with the 14 teams, It does look more and more like you're only going to have to deal with it one year. Zay, we're hearing reports now that the Big 12 wants to get it figured out, that Texas and Oklahoma want to get it figured out, and so does the SEC. It just might be like TV networks holding it up a little bit. But the reports that I'm hearing today and and things I'm seeing 
maybe the next couple months we will get an official word that Texas and Oklahoma will go SEC in 2024. Thank goodness, because the Horns lucked out with their schedule this year, only having to go to Ames, Iowa, and Tuscaloosa to play against Alabama and not having to go to the Cincinnati's or the Orlando's or even the Utah's with BYU. Yeah, let's get out of this as quick as possible because I like the way the schedule is this year. Yeah. I love it. No, I, I will take it. Yeah, I think you should. I, I, I would love it too. If I was a Texas fan, you do have to deal with one more goodbye in Waco. They'll be crazy. Houston gets you one time at their place, and then you got to go to Fort Worth. All three of those environments will be pretty crazy. But what you get to avoid, Zay, I'd swap it out because you don't have to go to Oklahoma State, which you would have had to do. You get to avoid the paddles smacking that. Wait, really? Smacking that place again. And you avoid West Virginia. Wait, why? Wait, after they went to Oklahoma State last year, why would they have to go again? Was it Stillwater last year, too? This past year? Yeah, that's when Quinn. In 30 oh my bad, you're right, you're right. So it might not have been a home game there, but you okay. Sorry, it would have been you've been hosting them, but I think if I'm hearing right, it would have been they would have been set to go to West Virginia. Does that yes make sense? That makes sense. And they hate Texas, man. They love the upside down Longhorn they sure thing. Do you get to avoid that? But yeah, overall, bus trips if you want inside the state, and you will get a little Southwest Conference vibe. But I agree with you. Overall, I would dig that schedule, and I really dig the six and six. Buy in the middle and a buy after your most physical, tough, nasty rival game. Not many. We see a ton of rival games get the buy before, but I don't remember many like this where you give both teams a buy after the game, not before. Right. I don't remember seeing that much with cocktail party or because most of them are at the end of the year. So you're not going to give somebody a buy after Civil War, or Apple Cup, or something like that. I kind of like this, though. Middle of the year, you know you're going to play so hard and physical in that game, and then you get a week off. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, the 6-6 six and six and those three schools that you named in Texas, those bus trips, TCU, U of H, and Baylor, I don't know U of H's quarterback situation, but those other two teams have some answers to uh, uh, fill with their quarterback situation. Oh, that's true. And, and Max Duggan leaving Fort Worth, and then we know what happened in Baylor. They're expecting to get Austin Novosign, and he's up there in Eugene now. So I'm telling you, I'm still, I feel good, even more so with the schedule coming out, that Texas should get to Arlington. Right. I, I feel good. You've been good. saying it, yep. Uh, that schedule is out there. We've been taking a look at it. We know you have as well. Hornfm.com, if you haven't seen the new schedule, you can link to it there. Also, you can link to all the winter weather stuff with the school closures and game changes and all of that. Uh, coming up, it is the crap bag. We'll talk power outages and limbs falling. Which one of our guys had a limb fall on his car? And which one of our guys fell multiple times and had to get the trainer to look at it? We will tell you next on the Horn. It's ladies' night, and girl, the feeling's good. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night, and the feeling's right. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night, and the feeling's right. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Romantic lady. So we're going to call this the bat patch-in. Is that what this is? The ch- yeah. The check-in with the bat. Uh, it's Chad and Zay with you, and we have now lost our uh, lost our internet. So the normal music that Zay would bring you, unable to bring you, in fact, it cut off in the last track. So Zay's going to reach out to our brothers and sisters at the bat, 
sister station, 105.3, The Bat. This is what they're playing. Ladies' night, and I'll admit, I don't know who sings Ladies' night. Yeah, I don't know who this is either. All right, who, tell me who it is. I don't. Oh, you don't? I do not. Oh, so you're just getting access to the song, but we can't see who it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ladies' night. Yeah, I don't know. I can't look it up. So, and, and, and I think if somebody texts us on the Specs text line, I don't think I'll we see it. We ain't seeing it. I don't think I'll see it there either. So, ladies' night, whoever that happens to be. Is this cool in the gang, maybe? There's my guess. Cool in the gang? I don't know. Okay. That's right. a good guess. That's a decent enough guess. Yeah. Like, try that. I'll just guess. Let's just start guessing stuff. everything going to be. So maybe cool in the gang, definitely Petula Clark that got cut off earlier. Uh, the rude cutting off of the internet there, cut off Petula. All right, uh, it's Chad and Zay with you, and uh, we are on right now, and we're hoping to be on throughout the afternoon and evening, but it has been a crazy day. Power has been out here, and I know it's out for a lot of you in the area. Uh, we're kind of running on auxiliary power here at the, um, you know, in terms of the, the studio itself, but man, I'm telling you, what walking to the bathroom and going to the bathroom even the standing up variety in pitch darkness that is an experience yeah it's a little eerie hadn't done that in a while i do i do want to thank the great bob cole though because at one point i went in there and i realized there was like this light i couldn't understand where it was coming from it was bob yeah had the phone light on in the stall yeah that's his office he was in his office mm-hmm. and it helped me out. So thank you to Bob for that. Because the next time, because the next time I went in there, I was spelunking. It was dark. I mean, I could not see a thing. Uh, that was that was pretty crazy. Yeah, thank goodness the toilets still work too. Because yeah, yeah there are a couple of years where the toilets didn't and. Yikes. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't go back to that 2021 style. Oh, my God. So nasty. Unbelievable. All right. uh, Let's get into the crap bag here. We'll just keep talking about these outages and limbs and whatever. We've had a limb fall on one of our guys, almost, on the car. And then one of our guys uh, took a couple spills. Let's get you that. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just... Think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations. Shout out to Tom and his crew. Hope they're safe and sound today. AVConsultations.com or 255-8678. So first, to the injury. Uh, That happened to Craig Way in the last day or so. If you missed it, Craig had three different falls outside. One was kind of a basic slip and, you know, fall on the backside. Kind of the same thing on the second one. The third one was a little more serious than that, and he hit his elbow on the ground, stayed down for a few seconds, but then in true Craigway fashion, he got up and toughed it out and finished out a show yesterday, and then he's traveling with the Texas women's team, but thankfully, he was traveling with the Texas women's team because the trainer saw him and realized, uh, Craig, you may want to, come here, we need, to, we need to take a look at that. So they take a look at his elbow, and Craig is going through a, uh, a bursa sack issue right now. A little bit of bursa sack damage for Craig Way. It ballooned up on him a little bit. Man. He did the, uh, who am I thinking about in, uh, was it a quarterback that had that happen to him? I'm trying to think of somebody, pretty big name recently, that, that had that big uh, thing happen on the elbow. Craig doesn't have that Brock Purdy, does he? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they were icing it up. He said they iced it down a couple times, uh, but he said he's ready to go tonight. So we're calling Craig probable with the bursa sack. <laughs> probable with the bursa sack tonight for Texas women's basketball. Probable. I need Craig to be questionable. 
Well, I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'll say probable because that means they're going to go. Okay, he's going to go. I think he's going to go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. think I think he'll go. All right, that's good. Though. Um, so five forty-five pregame. So, so how did he fall three times though? See, he was like fool me once. Yeah, you know, the problem is he got up here at one point after one of the falls, but he'd left his computer in the Ugh. car. He goes to get the laptop. He took a different path because he knew he slipped, but he still was he still slipped. But then he's slipping and he's got a laptop. So the laptop ends up going. And so it happened here. Own. Yes. Oh, Dave Williams, we need that footage. Happens down. He happened downstairs. Oh, we got cameras. We need that footage. <laughs> I need that footage. You think somebody's got that? Oh, somebody's got that. Just like when I fell in my yard when we were putting up the Christmas lights, and my daughter made fun of me. Like we eventually had that footage. I didn't realize it, but yeah. we have it. My wife and daughter loved that one. <laughs> Love that moment uh, when I fell in the yard, and all my daughter could say was "bruh." That was it. Bruh. Bruh. Come on, dog. Come on, bruh. Uh, the other thing we need to let you know about uh, kind of could apply. Both of these apply to you. You want to be careful out there. Remember, even if you get where you're going, watch the sidewalk. Watch where it could be slick. Test it out uh, as you're going there. Try to step with that heel first if you can. Uh, and then the other one is about the falling limbs. Now that you got the ice on the trees until – Everything you know drips down and gets up up to that thirty four degrees that we're waiting on a little bit later on. Um, there there've been some some limbs falling, and that's one of the big issues for power right now. We believe I think that's why our power has been out since this morning. I know for a lot of you that could be it. The limbs hitting the power lines, limbs hitting power lines is also why uh, some of our signals, over the air signals, have gone out today. From what we're understanding, so please be careful. Uh, so don't just look up for the precipitation. Look up for those branches if you normally park under a tree may want to reconsider because this morning our guy ty henderson ends up parking in for what him was a normal spot and we have a lot of spots around here that have trees and i came in i'd move my car because a limb fell near mine and i asked him hey do you did you park under a tree and he looks at me he kind of thinks and he says no nah, I'm, I'm good i'm all right I'm like okay um, and then later I go back out there and uh, the, the limb had fallen on his car. We were able to get it off there. We just had him back away from it and it had a dent in the hood, but didn't it didn't break the windshield. That was my concern. I thought it was going to break that windshield. But So, Zay, the car's drivable. The car's okay. But, man, people just got to be careful. We've had limbs snapping out here all oh, morning. Oh, yeah. Big limbs snapping off the on the building side it's not as bad because you're not over a parking spot but and also we had a close call our man eric rains from coke fm he moved his car he first pulled his truck into a spot where he always parks then realized oh wait a minute this that that tree could go he pulls out of that spot and later limb right in the middle of it wow falls right in the middle of the spot he would have been in so the spot that i was in a big ass limb fell like 15 feet by my car. Really? So I barely missed it. If the wind would have been blowing a different way, Ooh. or if the weight yeah. would have went a different way, I would have been just like Ty. Oh, it's tough, man. It's tough. There's a situation right now at our house where, uh, heck, if a tree fell one way, tree or limb fell one way, might hit a car, fell the other way, might hit the house. Uh, my wife sent me pictures. It almost hit the house. Yeah. Thankfully, it didn't. So 
There's a lot of those close calls out there, but I know there's been some direct hits as well. So we hope you are safe and sound, and please be careful out there. But be, uh, be on the lookout for it, and hopefully it does not damage a house, your garage, your you know fences or whatever. But also realize don't put yourself in uh, don't put yourself in any kind of big danger or any big peril. There are a lot of places that help out. It's not worth it. In fact, you hear about a lot of those places right here on the station. Just keep listening. Keep listening for, you know, a place that might help you with, uh, you know, garage doors, Cedar Park overhead doors. There we go. Comes to mind. Or if you need a roofing company, you hear Hards tell you about a roofing company in the afternoon. We have guys that are talking about all kinds of different stuff. Uh, So just keep your ears peeled for that. Uh, That's what this time of year is about. Viking Fence and the crew can help you out if your fence gets busted up this time of year. But please stay safe. Chad, we have another problem due to the weather. Yes. I just checked the phones and I don't think we'll be able to get in touch with anyone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hadn't come to that moment yet, huh? Yeah, that kind of sets us back because we got Justin Wells and Zach Lucero and Chip Brown Chip Brown yeah. going on today. So that's unfortunate. Okay. So you're telling me we don't have guests coming up? I'm going to try. You're gonna, we're gonna give I a literally shot. just called myself and, yeah, it went to the dead dial. You tried. You called yourself. Did you answer? No, I couldn't answer because it didn't go through. That's the whole point. <laughs> uh, that would have freaked you out. Yeah, right? it definitely would have yeah. freaked me out a little bit. But, yeah, I couldn't answer because it didn't go through. The phone's not working. My phone's working on yeah. my iPhone. but For all those uh, yeah. Warner Brothers cartoon fans, that's the Foghorn Leghorn. I'm not going to look. I just might be in there. That's the, that's the moment when you call yourself and you don't answer. All right, uh, so we will – at least mention Justin Wells coming up and the great work at Inside Texas. Uh, we would hope to talk to him, but if not, I'll have to text him and let him know that, yeah, we don't have phones uh, today. A lot of stuff that we don't have. What we do have is hopefully the ability to take your mind off all this stuff. Lots of stories out there to hit. Even if we don't get to talk to Justin, it's National Signing Day. Uh, D'Amico Ryans to Houston, Sean Payton to Denver, and Tom Brady to retirement and ultimately to Fox probably very, very quickly. All that and more coming up. Stay safe out there. This is The Horn.